0: welcome to a special edition of the drop what many are calling a christmas edition of the drop a holiday edition of the drop we're inclusive here anything you want to celebrate we'll celebrate it with you okay i am your pilot big dick power surfer and today i will be speaking with stace galbraith who you normally hear and love on the cusp today stace and i will be talking about the news we've got some stab surfer of the year stuff an inspirational story out of south africa some Katie Simmers goodness, a deep dive into surfing with epilepsy and a premium exclusive that is going to make somebody's holiday season or whatever they want to celebrate a whole lot sweeter. And then of course, we round it out with a surf sin. But for now, let's hear from Stace. Tell me about Christmas on the Gold
1: Coast. Uh, it was pretty moggy, pretty hot. Um, had the family over which I thought was going to be horrible but it actually worked out being amazing because I could just kind of put my feet up and uh, yeah not do a hell of a lot which uh, was fine by me I think I saw a clip of you uh,
0: surfing at snapper the other day oh you're on an interesting craft
1: yeah, yeah. I, I, I took the uh, took the family vessel out for a um, for a, a spin uh, and with a, <laughs> with a four foot east swell and uh, some southeast winds, um, thought, why not give Snapper a go? Uh, and um, yeah, got a couple of sick ones. Uh, burnt 100 people at once, which is, I think, a new record. <laughs> I beat Damon Harvey's record for longest wave ever ridden out at the Superbank. And um, yeah, I'm looking forward to getting
0: the cat out there again, the Sabo. Wow. Yeah. So if you, in the very likely event that you're confused right now, there's a clip we're posting on the Stab Instagram of... Somebody just—it's that's a big boat. They basically took a massive sailboat and just caught a wave of its snapper. Like I don't know if I didn't see an ending or if something ever went wrong, but like they kind of pull it off, no? It, it, like luckily enough, the way that the the bay kind of
1: goes, you do run back into deeper water. So I hope that it ended well. It doesn't break that way the whole way down. But the fact they even got that thing out the bar to begin with. Is mind blowing. I don't know. It could have come from the Seaway Spit, which is much easier to get. Oh, bigger body of water. You don't even really see a wave break. The the bar at D Bar just around the corner is like, even at four foot, it's still it's it's dangerous. Really, really dangerous. And um, yeah, that that kind of rivaled like the J Bay boat wave almost. I think
0: so, man. It is incredible, and I really wanted to hear what you thought of it because it feels so far away to me. I've only been there a few times. It's like, it just felt so far away. So to get your perspective on it, it's like, what? it's a fucking mind blowing
1: clip. Yeah. The, 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 the JBay Bay thing is crazy, but also being, uh, you know, petrol powered worst case scenario, they drive down the front of the wave and they outrun it yeah, and they just run down, they just run down the point in a sailboat. You are screwed. <laughs> you have no control you are at the mercy of the swell and um, no mercy at Snapper Rocks last time I checked.
0: Wow well, incredible clip. I am uh, I'm glad we got to talk about that, but there are a lot of other news topics we have to get into this week so let's do it <laughs> It is Stab Surfer of the Year season All right. We've been talking about this a little bit, but Stab Surfer of the Year is when we take the 50 most influential voices in surfing and we get them to look back on the year and tell us who they thought did it the best. Um, The categories are best male, best female, best male junior, best female junior, best film, best edit, and best YouTube channel, a new addition that last one. And the first post of this is should be live by the time we are in your ears and it's a doozy we're starting with shane dorian holly Wan, griffin colapinto Mateus hurdy and Yago dora and so basically all throughout january we'll be rolling out these 50 voices five at a time so 10 posts we're going to space them out a bit the first is going this friday the next will be going i think tuesdays and thursdays and it is a very good time of course the best edit is going to win a bitcoin we've been talking about that with the STAP edit of the year but the final say on that is through this and it's a special time of the year i always love reading these things like i guess historically there's been i wouldn't say controversy but you see sometimes people calling out people who they're or picking people that they're clearly friends with um and we've been like oh that's not fair like that's just you're saying that because you hang out with them every day but i kind of like that how do you feel about that move, Stays? Because it's something we see every year. I think it's fine. It, it, who you
1: hang out with is who you're influenced by, and you're, you. What's such a bad thing to say that your friends rip? I think it's cool, and uh, you, we pick enough people here that it, it eventually does. I think cream will rise to the top. Like even, and it does every year. Like even if you know um, you might put your best mate in at number one, you, you're still going to put you know an Italo or a Philippe or a John at one, two, or three who probably are the better surfers of the year. Even Gabriel gets a lot of love, which he deserves, you know, and it all, I think it all comes out in the wash. Um, And sometimes I see votes and I go, holy shit, I didn't know those two were friends. I thought they hated each other. So, you know, it's great. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. I like the the proximity bias because like you said, like, okay, you picked your buddy, but guess what? 49 other people did not, so they're not even going to rate. And then, yeah, you do learn, like, I feel like you learn so much about taste too. Like there are some people that you kind of know, especially when you think about it, like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Like this person likes to ride waves this way. So this is why they're into this person, this film, all this. But then there are the the surprising ones. You know, there's somebody like a surfer that might present super athletically that picks like a crazy free surfer. So every year it's surprising. It's just starting now. Stace, give me a prediction. Who's going to take this thing out? I think it's
1: going to go. It's hard to go past Flipps Lido. I, I definitely think he's a people's world champ for sure. Um, I definitely think he's deserving of a world title. I'd love to see him in some bigger barrels over the next part of his career. But other than that, he's still, you know, he's so entertaining to watch. He's. I got to spend a little bit of time with him at the Wave Pool in Melbourne uh, during the Bells event this year. Went with um, Stab Head honcho Dylan Roberts and. He's just so cool, always brings his mates everywhere with him. He's always got his family close by. He does amazing things in the water and his heats and in his video parts and everything. So, yeah, I think it'd be pretty hard to go past Philippe in the the men's. And then in the women's, it's a bit more of a mixed bag. There's, like, we had some pretty crazy performances this year. I think, like, what Moana Jones-Wong's done at Pipeline to start out the season, that was pretty nuts to me. And then Katie Simmers, which we'll talk a little bit about later, but she just so enjoyable to watch so what Steph did to win coming back from fifth into first that was pretty wild so we're going Steph all right I'm, I'm hearing Felipe Steph male junior uh I think what Huey Vaughn did at Stab High was pretty cool so Huey's going to get my vote there
0: all right all right female junior
1: Miller Coco Brown she's 14 she's from where Holly Warren's from actually she's from Bungan Beach Northern Beaches of Sydney Uh, and yeah great style I don't think many people would have seen her surf but um, yeah keep an eye on her.
0: wow okay that's actually I was with you the whole way through until that one I fell into the category of uh, people who have not yet seen her so interesting curveball stays (laughs) thank you Uh, film. You're not going to make me go through the whole list right now. Hey, film, this is heavy.
1: Um, I was. This one's been keeping me awake at night. Um, I think what Noah and Mikey did with, with Nosvid is obviously, yeah, incredible. Uh, great soundtrack, great action, great to watch, super enjoyable. Um, being a friend vote... <laughs> I watched um, the Cruz Brothers, like, self-fund the Axod movie, which is the boards that Alex Cruz makes. And then they took their whole team around the country. And to watch them do that on a shoestring budget and the waves they got and what they did was incredible. And then being close to the source of Saturn, I thought that that was a great tip of the cap to, you know, uh, kind of old-school surf films. So And I do like... And it's another reason why I like Noah's edits a lot is when people turn things around really quickly. Um, Saturn was a board short shoot that turned into a film. So, alright, I gotta,
0: I gotta interject I here just... because we've got we've got Nasvid, which uh, that would be my pick. I think, it, from what I've seen, that's a lot of people's picks so far. We have got just a classic friend pick that you're dabbling with, and then we've got, as we speak, you are literally wearing a Saturn hat. That you self-made. This is unauthorized gear that Quicksilver did not produce. That you just had made for these showings of the thing. I I don't know where you're gonna go with this. Like this is this is suspense.
1: I haven't decided yet. I haven't thrown I haven't thrown my vote yet. And they're my three that I'm dabbling with, and they're all fantastic for different reasons. And uh, all right, well, yeah, I don't know. You are not I'm, gonna do I'm, that? Really, uh, I'm really undecided you, there.
0: You're gonna have to choose edit. You're gonna have to choose the YouTube channel, and then we're coming back to it. I'm putting you on the spot okay sweet Et- <clears throat> edits Kyle Walsh that's a
1: that's a piece of piece Easy. Um, I think you know the, the fans have spoken uh, it's and it just yeah crazy I think most surfers too will probably vote for that one that was pretty pretty crazy edit uh, and then YouTube channel I do not watch any YouTube surfing uh, I got a massive amount of respect for Kyle Brock and the way that he just Ooh. renegated himself into be the the world's most famous surf coach so I think you know, someone like him is some, it's inspiring to me to watch uh, him, you know, organically grow a channel. There was a graph in like the YouTube wars on how servers get paid. Uh, Kyle Brock's head wasn't in there, but he's, he'd be up there with like Quicksilver stab. He's up in that realm of like, you know, YouTube powerhouse. So, um, yeah, I got a lot of respect for him. Um, but I, I don't watch anything like that. I just, yeah, I don't know. I'll watch Test Cricket instead. Um, And then back to film, I'll go to Axod film. Oh, Fuck you,
0: wow. <clears throat> All right. Good stuff, says. Thank you. Thank you. When you see these on a site, for best male and best female, we ask everybody to give five picks. Um, and then that factors in the scoring as well. If you get first, five points. If, you, if somebody picks you for second, four points. And then you know the math from there. So that's how all this will appear on the site. I just wanted to get kind of the the cream of the crop from Stace here. And now let's get some, I don't even know what we're going to call it. Let's get just something from Mason Ho. Mason is featured in, we're also showing some of these in the, the Vans pickup from the North Shore. And he will be featured in the next episode, which goes next Thursday, January 5th. And uh, usually these interviews, like you just heard Stace go through it, people kind of know what they're going to say, even though they have to do those five for male and female. Honestly, they take 10, maybe 15 minutes on average. Mason's went for an hour. Um, So there's more than enough for us to play with here. I don't want to spoil too much from the pickup, but let's just hear how Mason Ho kind of goes through the process that uh, we just had Stace do on the spot. The three
2: battling the fifth spot. No, this doesn't even... It's funny because it don't fucking, this thing don't matter shit. But it means big to me because I don't want to fuck up and put like a wrong name. I want everyone to be stoked, you know, like, because sometimes I'll see ones where everyone picks and I'm like, whoa, that's like, that's real, you know, or that's cool. Like, whether you're in or not, you know, I like seeing the ones where I'm like, that's fucking right. Like, I like that. So, so I got to have half of that. <laughs> so I'm going to go with dad, Sheldon, Nate. Jack and Felipe, maybe? Just because John had a badass year. I loved what he did in Fiji. He sailed, all the stuff. See, that how he's my boy. I wouldn't want to put Felipe, or like, I mean, I love Felipe too, but it's like, wow, John's my boy. And he had a nuts year, almost, like at least top five, maybe one of the best years of his life, maybe. I don't know how cool it felt doing what he did. So it's like, fuck, how do I not put one of my best friends too, Felipe, John? Fuck, but am I a barn if I don't put the world title guy who just ripped all fucking year and smoked everyone by the end, like, and, and Felipe surfing at lowers is just so mental. That's the shit I dream about, like, I have seen guys, I don't want to, or whatever, it was only five guys, but see the guy take off on the left, do the air, come down, do the check turn, hit the section, I'm like, nice. Oh, fucking, I could do that. That one's, I got that. And then you see Felipe, just a little shitty wave. I'm like, hey, I'm trying to do that. Like, You know what I mean? Because like, it's like, I like, the, I like the airs and shit, too. I love all go high as shit. But just the exchange, I just remember, because I didn't watch too much of the... I just remember walking by for a minute, I seen like a heat where I seen the guy go left and do the thing. I'm like, hey, me and my friends, we all can do that. And then Felipe, shittiest wave. And he had the, I don't know if it was his board, or it was him and the board, but yeah, they're just... Woo, woo, connecting so good I was like fuck dude that's fucking crazy I want to connect like that on my shitty little wave right in front of my house right now like so that's real shit so it's like do I am I a barn not putting the guy in who does that what do you guys think or do I go best friend John am I gonna bum John out not bum him out but I don't I hope this ain't in there or anywhere but so it's John or Philippe so Jack's number four yeah Jack got you Jack um, what about John or fucking Felipe, bro? John's got so much respect for my fam, too, though. And Felipe does, too. Him and Coco are just partners. They like go win at the surf ranch and shit. So I don't know what the fuck to do, bro. What do you guys think I should do? Fuck! <laughs> Where do you think ripped harder this year? Who do I think ripped harder? But then John's been fucking ripping again. Or not again, but... He's just fucking just turned it up like, or he took, I guess that's an injury, right? That's what I'm saying again. He had an injury, right? Yeah. That's fucked up. That John. That's how gnarly John is. He could still be in this conversation with the injury. Cause he would have destroyed that tour too, like with Felipe. So it's like, fuck, my friend. The fucking guy was ripped the shit. I remember when it happened. I'm like, bah. If anyone asks, I gotta say Felipe. Mm think John would be bummed? Nate, a little bit. I would be. Yeah. <laughs> I would be now, I won't be I mean, if I was John, because he had a mental year. Okay, I'm gonna... Um... Fuck, that's fucked up. I'm gonna go with John. Just because John's my good friend and he lives here on the North Shore and I'll see him more often. That's the only reason. I hope Philippe gets to know that.
0: Jose Faulkner from South Africa's infamous surf slums to national surf champion twice. Whoa. Okay. Christmas time, New Year's time, a time to reflect for a lot of people. This story written by Jed Smith is one that makes you think a lot. Uh, As the title suggests, he is from South Africa slums. He grew up in a township there and he's on a really good path in surfing. He already won two national titles, not easy to do in a country with a talent like South Africa. He was a wild card in the Bay event this year. He is on along. They've been doing some great stuff with him. He just had a great film that they made. Um, he's an incredible free surfer. So this kid is, I think he's 23 right now and he's at an awesome point in his surf career. And he came from some really intense stuff. Um, Fifty seven people are murdered a day in South Africa. That's over twenty thousand a year. One of those people was his brother. His brother was shot and killed. Who his brother they used to grow up surfing together. So the townships there are no joke. And he's at such a good place and he's now winning some stuff. Stace, what did you think of this one?
1: Yeah, it's a it's a crazy story. It's actually quite hard to uh, comprehend, even being, you know, to the J Bay region you know a handful of times and, and seeing the you know not exactly where Jose grew up but you know similar settings it's it's very hard to comprehend for someone like myself where, where I grew up and to hear his story from start to finish like this a, a couple of times now like you mentioned he's had some great pieces done on him and I think this one with Jed's another cracker and yeah, it's such a such an inspirational story. I think that we got to see a glimpse of him at uh, the Challenger event on the Gold Coast this year and I think that he sort of has one of those stories that just transcends the regular going out and surfing heat. I think he's obviously got a lot more a lot more to surf for and uh, the crazy thing that I noticed was that I believe the competitors know that too. Like I feel like surfing's a pretty you know, it is a it is. It's a very individualized, it's a very selfish sport. Um but there was a moment this year at the event on the Gold Coast where he needed a score. He raced down the wave and did an air. He needed a pretty big number. At Snapper, we're kind of thinking, okay, well, sick air, great turn. How's it going to go? Where's it going to fall? Not too sure. Judges took ages to put the score in. He was even in the on the beach watching the score come in. That's how long it took. Um, he didn't get it, but the whole he got super close. He needed a 7-1-1, got a 7-1-0. Damn. The whole... The whole competitor's area erupted in cheers. Like, crazy. And I don't think they would have done that for any other surfer. Um, Wait, he didn't get it? And they erupted? Mm, Yeah, he didn't get it. But it was just, the air was sick. Uh, I see what you mean. I believe people know his background. They know his story. And I just feel like there is that, he's surfing for so much more than... Probably ninety five other people in that draw. I know everyone's got their battles, but he he definitely is. Um, he's definitely carrying a lot more than just you know going out surfing a heat. And it was it was awesome to see that you know that level of respect. Because like I said, you see so many scores like that go down in a day, and no one's getting. I, I'd never seen anything like that
0: okay okay i thought originally i thought you meant like they were cheering when he did i was confused i was confused but I'm with so they you were now. gonna
1: cheer and storm the tower they yeah, were gonna storm okay. the tower <laughs> I was, I, you had me ready to storm the fucking yeah. tower i was
0: ready to go give him a go or throw yeah. a chair that was yeah a good yeah yeah we well, still too. could
1: yeah um uh, but yeah no it's another another cracker and uh, yeah another great piece by jed who's going for a um you know another medal of which he describes as being a um, drug paraphernalia
0: Yes. Yes, he does. And I mean, it is, it is something that a lot of these times when we're talking about stories on here, we just are giving you the information, you know, it's, it's, we're not hiding the facts from you. We're pulling the most punchy bits out of the story and hand them to you, but this is something that you really should read. We're not hiding anything from you there. It's just Jed has a best in class way of weaving together information to really paint a picture of who somebody is and show the challenge that they face. So there's only so much you could really say in here. It's just really something you should spend some time with and go read. So go check that out on Stab Premium. All right, this is the final, the third and final episode in the Ramble on series. As we all know, Katie qualified for the 2022 CT, and she said, nah, I'm all good. I'm not going to do that. So we have a voice note from her here. You know, it's a time to reflect, end of the year. So we have her reflecting on the year and basically what it was like to be pursuing these, this project instead of the CT. So let's hear from Katie.
1: Yeah, it was, it was always the times that I was like, I don't know, like I would, the tour, I didn't really like watch, even watch much of the tour to be honest. I like, but I would like tune in and, then I, would, I don't know. I have not never really regretted it because even one of the times that there was like perfect waves on the tour, I was like on a trip to somewhere else or like at home with my friends, like having fun. So
0: yeah, it's an interesting one. I mean, as she said, she got to go to some. She just got to travel more. She got to travel, enjoy herself, spend time with friends, family, and have a truly different experience in life than she would have if she was competing on the WSLCT. What do you think, Stace? What how's this year in review for you? Uh yeah, I've got some thoughts on this
1: one. Um, I'm sure you do. I saw a comment on the edit of the year post for the fan viewing and it was where's all the women's edits? And it's a fair comment. And I believe Katie Simmons has the ability to break that mold. Uh She said, and probably Garth and the crew at O'Neill and as well as Sam and everyone at Stab that put these things together, this is the final episode. I think that's absolute bullshit. There's absolutely no way that she can't get on tour and continue this sort of life about town, Katie Simmers, docu-series thing. Because, yeah, you can go to all these spots that you wouldn't go to on the tour. And a lot of surfers that are on tour for a decade that don't ever have that mentality, they jump off the tour and go, oh, how good's this? I can go and do all that. There's been plenty of blokes who've done the tour and done edits. And Katie Simmers is going to be doing that on the women's side. Like West Oz, are you kidding me? Portugal, are you kidding me? There's so many good spots around each one of those CT venues that if you've got that sort of I'm not just going to go to the gym on a lay day attitude, which is also fine to have too, but there's more than one way to do the tour. And she is going to be 100% chasing clips, chasing waves. All of a sudden there's another edit and it's, it's not, you don't get on tour and your free surf life doesn't stop. And I'm so excited to watch her surf these tour waves. Cause I just think the tour is bloody epic and you get to go to some amazing spots. So go get them, Katie. Looking forward to
0: episode four. Wow. Wow. Stace, that was hot. I like that. You came in a little bit sizzling there.
1: This <laughs> is like, nah, I mean, this is not the it's end. It's a this good is,
0: point. Everyone's like, oh, she's on
1: the tour. It's like a bad thing. Like it sort of has this negative, yeah. like, oh, she's accepted it finally. Like, okay. It's not a bad thing. It's an amazing thing. And it's, it's gonna, it's gonna make her a better surfer because the surfing on the tour is red hot and the locations you go to are world class. So I'm looking forward to it.
0: Yeah. That's a good point. Like, it's not like she's not going to be free surfing and like, as we've all seen, when she's free surfing, she's getting clips. The cameras are going to be pointed at her. What's it going to be like? Oh, I guess we just should bury all these hard drives like Kale Walsh's Bitcoin. Like, what? Like, <laughs> these clips are going to go somewhere. I'm not going to just put them in the ground.
1: 100%. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, that's why I kind of feel like a bit red hot about this topic because I think it's an
0: amazing thing that she's going to do. Good point. Good point. Well, this episode of Ramble Santa Cruz, like we said, the other two, she went to Australia, where she won the Challenger Series. We didn't see much of that. It was more the trip she did with Russell Burek down to his zone. And then there was Bali with Ian Crane. And so this one, she meets up with Noah Wegrich, and he lands a massive straight air. She does some, which I like. You know what I love about this? She finds some good lefts in Santa Cruz. I guess Waggy does too, but you know that one's close to my heart. So she's doing some big old backside Dane whips there. And then there's obviously some good frontside surfing as well. But highlight for me was those backside finners. And when we talk about this year and her, she was also working on another project called Toasted. And that is coming very soon. There's already a premiere date locked in for it. That's January 12th. It's gonna be premiering around here in California. And it will be going on Stab Premium in the weeks that follow that. I was fortunate to get a preview of it and holy shit, this thing is next level. I mean, the the Ramble On stuff, it was more, she's going to these places and it was a bit of a travel series where she's showing what it's like and it's not just surfing, this is just a surf edit and Katie had a bunch of creative control of it, so it's just her take on what a surf edit should be. on surfing with epilepsy so i was at van stab high lakey peak earlier this year and everybody got the news that kalani david had a seizure while surfing and passed away it was uh, we talked about it on the podcast if you're a long-time listener you would have heard it Mikey and i were there together and we i think even shared some audio of Noah Beshan speaking at the paddle out we had for him right at the time. But it was just such a heavy, it was an intense emotional day for everybody. And shortly thereafter, I received an email from a man named Jared Muscat. He's also a listener to this program. He suffers from epilepsy. And he's also a very good writer. A very good surfer, too. He surfs Mavericks. He gets tubes. So we talked about him writing something on surfing with epilepsy it's was obviously very topical and it seems like something that deserves a bit of coverage because epilepsy is not that uncommon my mom has it I think one in 23 people have it so we wanted to publish it at the end of the year just kind of honor Kalani but also just that was such a huge event that happened this year just a big big story in surfing so to wrap up the year let's hear from Jared about his story.
3: What's up, y'all? Jared Muscat here, just another surfer, but also one with epilepsy. I recently wrote a new article on the site about being a surfer with epilepsy. To start, in the US, one in 26 have epilepsy and one in 13 will have a seizure at some point in their life. You may not notice your peer has epilepsy until they talk about it, are dealing with a side effect, or sees right there in front of you. Epilepsy is quite the beast, and because of that, most of us who deal with it do their best to hide that fact. The unfortunate passing of Kalani David in September inspired some of my peers in the Mavericks community, Ryan Sealback and Colin Dwyer, two surfers much, much more skilled than myself, to come together and share our stories with the idea that more awareness about epilepsy and its effect on our relationships with the ocean would be a good thing to share with all. I have been through hundreds of seizures, a coma, a brain surgery, and still do the dance of keeping prescriptions up to date, but none of that will keep me out of the water. In the piece, both Ryan and Collins speak about their very different, yet also similar paths of diagnosis, treatment options, and long-term strategy. Every time a surfer with epilepsy enters the water, their life is on the line, be it at Solid Mavericks or Fun Emma Wood, or even Soft as Heck Sano. But we choose to take that risk on because you wouldn't want to know us if we didn't. And more importantly, the Stoke surfing brings to someone with epilepsy is an essential part of finding a lifestyle and treatment plan to keep stress at bay and health as a key focus. It is in honor of Kalani we share our stories. and offer support and Stoke to anyone else affected by his passing and to all those who are battling with epilepsy themselves or with a loved one. We're all in this together. We hope you enjoy the read and feel free to reach out with questions or thought. I take great pride in being a part of an epilepsy community packed with stoke and love for all.
0: Premium exclusive. Win a trip for two to secret Sumatra. All right, Christmas is over, Hanukkah's over. You know what I got for Christmas Stace? A fucking alarm clock. Like Eric Logan, Bed Bath Beyond, I got an alarm clock. That was what I received for Christmas. So if you're like me, you maybe desire a little bit because nobody, nobody cares about you, nobody loves you, you're not worthy of love or affection. Guess what? Stab Premium cares about you. We are giving away a trip for two to Secret Sumatra, All you got to do is be a premium member and give us your email address. There's no Mikey C game of choice, you know, joyride thing here. We asked to pull some crazy question. This is just luck of the draw, literally. But we're going to make your Christmas dreams come true. Stace, have you been to South Sumatra? I have never been. Can I enter is the next question. Yes, you can. Well, I've been lucky enough to go there. It was... Yeah, best surf trip of my life, I'd say. So there's that. And here's what you get if you win. Return flights from Jakarta to Sumatra. So you got to get to Jakarta. Boo-hoo. Cry about it. Uh, Return schedule airport transfers. So boom, we get you there. And then an incredible room. AC, you got hot water. You got board racks. I don't think you have a robe, but guess what? Who cares? It's hot there anyway. Marky C so doesn't air wear air a robe. Air. He doesn't wear Three clothes. Three tasty meals per day. No. He does not. He does not wear clothes at all. Three tasty feeds per day. Unlimited spring water. Do you know how much spring water you could drink in the tropics? A ton of it, you don't have to pay for any of it. And then access to a four wheel drive safari mobile for hunting beach banks. Daily transport to the waves because you can do a bit of driving there but it's always worth it. You got Wi-Fi. you got a pool table. Knowledge of 20 years experience in the area, just go enter. And if you're not premium, guess what? You're not worthy of love and affection. So that's where we're at. Anything to add, Stace? Unlike unlike God, Stab Premium only loves you if you're a part of the club. <laughs> Another note on this. In the past, we would have worked with something like Secret Sumatra in a way where they would have given us money, and then we would have talked about on the site, and... Blah, blah, blah. That's it. We take the money. That's it. But instead, we are passing that value now on to premium customers. So one of our goals for 2023 is to do a lot more like this. Anytime if a company wants to give some stuff away or if it's a surf surf camp like this, we want to pass that value straight to you instead of making them pay us whatever it is to be featured on our site. We give them the shout out with something like this and then we let you win. So if you are a premium member, expect a lot more like this coming in the next year. And if you're not a premium member, as I said, you're not worthy of love or affection. Uh, you're not one of God's creatures. And that's it. It's time for a surf Hey, what's going on, Buck and Mikey?
1: I've got a surf for you. Uh, so I've been a surfer for all my life and only really got into riding traction pads properly when i was about 18 like really started so i get my foot back there using the full arch and getting like really decisive and then i discovered the front pad and every time i get a front pad i instantly don't like the board that <laughs> i put the front pad on um but yet i still keep on buying these front pads so i don't know if it's a sin that I keep on buying the front pad, putting them on boards, and then not liking the boards after that because it has a front pad on. And, yeah, let me know what your penis is. Shuffle the show, guys.
0: All right, I. this guy's lucky. He's got a surf coach on the horn for this one. What a, what a lucky day. What a miracle. What would you recommend to somebody who... Are they blaming the front pad is it do they just i i really don't know what to make out of this one the only thing that comes to mind immediately for me is that the whole foods here like the fancy overpriced grocery store that some of their broccoli is organic or whatever they have like a hot food bar and i can't get past the aesthetic of macaroni and cheese like you go there to get like a salad but then they have hot food too and i see the macaroni and cheese And I always get a bunch of it and it weighs everything down. It's so much heavier than a salad. And it's really not good. They don't make good mac and cheese. And that's hard to do. This is a very tasty thing. It's a hard thing to fuck up and they fuck it up. And every time I see it, I can't help myself. It's like a weird, I can't, I'm aware of it. I walk in there, I go, don't get the macaroni and cheese this time. And then I do. And so that's kind of the the vibe I have on this one. Like if he knows it, if he's aware of it and yet keeps doing it, like what, what do you tell this man? Well, much like fashion doesn't feel temperature.
1: It also doesn't not feel good surfing. So if it looks good, that's all that matters. And I think front deck grips look pretty good. Wow.
0: I, I, I think they look good too, but I gotta be honest. I've never had luck with them. I put them on two boards when I took, I, I peeled both off. And I still didn't like those boards, so I can't be sure. But I never liked them, but I do. I...
1: Have you ever put a deck grip on the back, regular deck grip, and thought you have put it in the wrong
0: spot and moved it ever? No, I've never done that. That is, that's wild. I, I've never been able to take a pad off and not have it be a mess. Like both the two boards where I ripped the front pads off, it mm. was still just really mm. bad. I felt like I ruined the boards, basically. And so I was like, okay, stop doing that. Um, I go really hard on the back foot and I tear through a lot of pads as a result. Like I just get the knock through that, I have to super glue it back down. And so radio Pancho. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Me poncho, Jordy Smith, large fins. That's, that's all gangs out here. So yeah, I, I kind of agree with this guy. I just don't really know what to tell him. Like, I don't know if he's redeemable. Like I, I can give him a penance, but in terms of like, giving him long-term... I don't know if he wants advice or a penance. I'm going to give him the penance, but in terms of advice, what, what do you say, Coach? Just It's just you embrace the the fashion of it and don't worry about function? Is that your, your advice?
1: Yeah, and it's almost like, too, with sticker jobs, like if you're putting the stickers in the middle of your board, it means airs. And if you're putting the stickers up the nose, right up the top, like Kelly Slater, black and white style, that's just pure rail surfing. So if... I'm assuming the board feels shit it's because the wrong type of surfing is trying to be executed with the full deck grip no rail to rail just parallel lines planing through the water use that extra bit of buoyancy to levitate you into the air that's the advice it's not the penance uh, the penance is that's a hard one I'm only thinking maybe there isn't enough grip and there are those options to fully grip your board from oh, yeah. sort of head I've to toe, like a Malibu, uh, or like a stand-up paddleboard kind of thing. I think maybe maybe there's not enough grip here, and um, you know, to really truly feel
0: fucked, go full grip. Wow, that's a good one. That's a really good one. There was a guy, there was a full grip guy, like who was just a carryover from the '90s. You know, sometimes you still see people that are they have not updated anything they go maybe once or twice a year and they still kind of have it but they just clearly have they are like a time capsule you see them a lot in the summer where the board is like that was a sick board back 10 years ago and like the suit is from that era they're just this time capsule person and there's a person like that in my hometown so i really really like that advice or that penance sorry mine Okay, I've got to take Might I
1: second. just say the way that your brain works is just exquisite. How you can pull these penances for our disciples is—you um, are a man of God, Buck.
0: I have to summon. I'm waiting for the spirit. I think the spirit's a little bit—it's a bit uh, upset with what I've done to my body and my brain lately. I've not been treating myself like a temple, Stace. Just go for an ice bath. So, I bought a board once last year when I was in Hawaii. I did a thing where. I gave myself a $500 budget to go try to buy four boards cuz you get so many cheap boards out there cuz there's just so many surfboards and not too many people. A lot of supply, demand still pretty high, but the supply outweighs it. I bought a board where I was like checking out the pad just to see if there's anything wrong with it, like see if it's already tearing a bit like I said I, I do that me and Poncho, the boys. And he told me he was like, "Oh yeah, I know it's a little bit off cuz the surf shop employee put it on." And I was just fucking offended. I was just really disgusted by the fact that this guy asked the surf shop employee to put the traction. It was like a high performance board. It wasn't a random like this thing was a 58 DHD DX1. Like it was a new board meant for really good surfing. I get it if it's like a a your a fun board, it's your first thing, whatever but not, not this board. And I was disgusted by it. And I think that having a surf shop employee apply his traction for him will put him more... It'll make him think twice about this decision. Because like he said, he's been surfing his whole life. It's only, he said, 18 when he came around to pads. And I think that having... There's nothing that makes you feel more helpless than watching somebody do a really simple task that you're saying that you can't do. Why go, how do you do this? And there's nothing that will just kind of make you feel more emasculated, I think. And so my penance is next time you want to get front pad, you can, but you just have to ask the surf shop employee to put it on for you. If you order online, you have to take that board into a surf shop and go, hey, I bought this. Can you put it on for me? And so that's it. that will make you think about it.
1: That is going to work, I reckon, because it's almost like the shit spray scenario. We're bored with the shit spray always goes good. That front deck grip goes on like four centimeters not far enough up the board so that your front foot isn't even on it.
0: It might work. I think so, I think so. So go handle that. I just want to repeat from last week, all services now we want to be videos. We've already received a few. There's one from Sweden that I really enjoyed. Thank you for that. But the winning video If you send it to me in the next week, we are gonna send you a prize. A very handsome man named Hayden will send you an autographed picture of himself. He's not a significant person uh, by the kind of conventional regards of fame. I think he's great at other things, but he's not a famous person. It's pretty meaningless, but you're gonna get that. Submit your videos and also a few things that we've got coming up on STAB. We have the pickup ep 2 going next week. We have a deep dive into EPS and how it compares to PU. If we could ever replace PU. And we've got a bunch more Stab Surfer of the Year picks coming out. So we will talk to you soon. Thank you so much, Stace. I hope you get back on that boat and get a few more waves at your beloved Snapper Rocks.
1: Swells picking up, I'll be out there this afternoon.
0: That is all for this episode of The Drop. We will speak with you next week. In the meantime, happy new year. Have a great 2023.